Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Square Ball Podcast. Welcome to Propaganda. Dan here, along with Michael and Moscow White as we dive into clips in the world of football. This week, the show is brought to you by Levi Solicitors, mm. who are a Leeds-based law firm, but don't let that stop you. Do you know why? Because they've got a website. Website, services from all over the country. All over the world, maybe, if you need to indulge in English law. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can get your wills, your probate, your conveyancing, you can get lasting powers of attorney stuff done. Residential property disputes, if you fancy one of them, mm. get in touch with them. Well, just start scrapping with your neighbour and... <laughs> I mean, try not to keep it amicable, but, you know, not always not always possible, is it? No. So if you need some sensible folks to intervene, and with a 10% discount on your legal fees, levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Thank you very much to Levi's for their support, despite everything. Where are we going with the clips then this week, Michael? What should we start with? Lots has happened, actually, in football, hasn't it? Yeah, although the scum game wasn't as fun as it was looking at one point, because I think the meltdown from that would have been spectacular. But as it was... They all just went, we're not very good, are we? But still, at least we got through. It was probably the perfect result in the end. Two nil up, throw it away, mm. look atrocious, win. So they can't, they still can't sack him. Yeah. And yeah, they, still, the they can't really do anything off the back of that because it's like, well, we got to. And there's all the stuff as well with like Rashford just being like, don't really fancy this single goal on the piss in Belfast instead. So it's just another great week for their football club all over. Yeah. So, so there's not, no scum. Because there was there was obviously some shouting and carrying on from the live streams, but it's you know usual suspects. We've kind of heard it before. Not it was not genuine angst because they won, didn't they? So whatever. Um, so we're going to go back in time. Do you remember Preston's manager? Are we going to hop in the DeLorean? He was a nice guy, wasn't he? Oh, I really liked. Had loads him. of good yeah, things yeah. to say about it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a week on. Is this? This is ahead of the Millwall game, which they drew at the weekend, and he's very much going down the Frank Lampard route of not wanting, to, not talking about. The stuff that happened. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not bothered by any of this, but it just needs to be said that, yeah. Yeah. The decision which, looking back at now, and the view, well, I haven't seen the view from a different angle where we've felt a tip rise knee and gone up and hit his arm. And, you know, he hasn't stopped the goal scoring opportunity, but again, make the rules change week in, week out, don't the on hand balls and what is an hand ball and what isn't. So I get that it's tough. The refs have to do, make a decision. I went in and seen Webby at the end of it. He was fine. He you know, was a good, good guy. And we had a chat about it. It's just a difficult listen, isn't it? So he's kind of going, oh, you know, we've not, I've not seen all the angles. Well, he's sort of saying that he has, but then he hasn't. He was like, mm. looking back at it, I haven't seen any other <laughs> angles. So has he looked back at it? Or is he just looking back at it in my imagination 
where it didn't hit his hand. Yeah, that's that's basically. It. I have seen now the replays that show it was handball, but I didn't like that. Yeah, disregarding all those. So um, I'm going to choose to still be annoyed by this. So he's given a chance here to address this point by a journalist who's offering him a, a route out of this. Is it, it or isn't handball thing? It is worth stressing. Every comment on this from him seems to be met by Preston fans going, just, it was handball, just shut up. <laughs> so I think I'm, I'm glad people are trying to guide him back to the truth and the light. But it's, it's your classic 2023, 2024 style doubling down. I just can't, do you know what? I've seen it again and I got it wrong. You can't do that anymore. You've no. got to double down on your opinion and say, I was right. Would you in, in hindsight look at this one and say that that, is added to the list, or would you look yeah, at it and look, say maybe look, not? Looking back at it, mate, I, I spent some time with Daniel, our manager, at the end, and he was like, that he'd be disappointed if it went against him, but when it goes for you, you're happy. And I'd only seen that, that the one footage, and Rye was convinced it hit him, and the wind that blew up on him, so I have to go with what my player says. Um, Rye still feels it felt him and went up him because the wind. Uh, <laughs> looking back at it in hindsight, again, you have to come out, don't you, to the press? And I was, you know, had the way excuse was really, and I was like, oh, Disappointed in it. I felt it wearing handballs at the time. Did it as hand, but again, mate, some you get, some you don't. And, you know, from my point of view, it looked like it rolled up by his arm, uh, leg, thigh, and it's his arm, which then shouldn't be a pen. What did he just say? Was that English? It's the wind. Did the, the, the wind? Is he blaming the wind? The fucking wind's in on it. It's yeah. the wind and the referees. And I can imagine he is what he said about what Daniel said after the game, and it wasn't either of us. So I don't no. know who he was speaking to, but um, the Daniel said, "Oh yeah, it would have been. He wouldn't have liked." that to have happened to him I'm sure he's like yeah it sounds oh the the wind blew the ball onto his arm sounds uh, yeah I'd really hate if that had happened to me good job it didn't happen to you as well wasn't it Ryan uh, mind you you did see the wind kept blowing the ball out of the, the quadrant for the corners mm. didn't it so yeah. the wind was very influential but, so. it's still, but if the I mean we we don't even need to deal with this on the, <laughs> the level of stupidity that he's dragging to but if the if the wind had caught a shot remember Stephen Warnock against Yeovil Yes. When he he just launched a free kick into the box, the wind got it and he goes into the top corner and he immediately put his hand up as if he'd meant it. <laughs> Stephen Ward's not going to say, oh, well, the wind got that, no goal. <laughs> so if the wind blows the ball onto your hand, <laughs> handball. It's the same thing. And the other thing to take from that is I like the uh, the slightly tired air of that journal going like, so is this going on the list? <laughs> is this another one on, on your list, Ryan? Because the list is getting pretty long, Ryan. <laughs> We've been hearing a lot about this list all season. Is this a, is this the list again? Is like, well, it's not quite the list, but I might put it on the list because I got a new. He's got a new list of wind incidents, you know, because it was bad enough dealing with the rest, but now I've got to deal with Mother Nature. Hey, Daniel, can I talk to you about that handball, mate? Um, yes, it was very unfortunate, of course. I speak to you later, Ryan. Have a good evening. Yes, if it happened to me, I'd be very upset. Yeah, just, very, just trying to mollify him. A very clearly. Just fuck off and speak to someone else about the wind. He's, he's not Ryan even in... staggering around the corridors of Elland Road like King Lear. <laughs> this is the this is the cut down version of him moaning about this as well. He seems King con- Lear. He seems confused as well. He's like he, he keeps going on. He mentioned this post game and then he mentioned it again here, saying it wasn't denying a goal scoring opportunity or anything. So, but that's not what a penalty is. A penalty is just a foul in in a mm. box. That's all it is. Yeah, on the you could be on the. I mean, we've discussed the shape of the penalty area and whether. Like people talk about whether a foul on the goal line where you're not going to score from. I could go over there and kick you in the face and the referee will probably say, right. In the face? In the face. That's a penalty. It doesn't matter if it's a goal scoring opportunity or not. I've kicked the player in the face. Or or I could just like jump on the ball with my hands <laughs> and I'm not the goalkeeper and just pick it up and mm. throw it. 
That's uh, unbo- that's unball that. Well, not if the wind. Not if it's, and not, it's off his thigh and it's windy. And, the, yeah. Maybe I can just say, well, the ball blew into my hands, yeah. and um, I just happened to throw it, and it wasn't a goal scoring opportunity. So what are we worried about? Uh, this happened at um, school actually, which is the level <laughs> we're at. I remember um, this kid in a, a game we were playing in the playground. It hit his hand, and so we went handball. I went, oh, we're not playing for handball. So another kid just picked the ball up and threw it in the goal. That right, goal, brilliant. <laughs> we're playing, we're playing rugby. It's William Webellis. Congratulations. Right, should we move on? Yeah, because I mean, because Ryan, Ryan Lowe is unable to. Yeah, go on then. Where are we going? We'll cover off Plymouth first because you know it was a bit of a nothing game. Wasn't what it? an inconvenience! I know, I know. Yeah, I, there was a little bit of stuff. They were barely discussing the game. Really, they were pleased enough. They should have been further behind. They came back. They were quite pleased with it. They're quite fancy some games in the cup because they're sort of in the mid-table. Yeah, well done. Up, you enjoy it. Here they're you fine. Go. Anyway, the, this, the this is them discussing, they're discussing the, the draw anyway after it's been made and then the, their prospects and the replay. Uh, look, we've got to get past Leeds first, haven't we? Um, which I think there's every chance we will do, to be clear. We're a very good home team. They're a team who, I'm not going to say they're a bad away team, but they're much weaker away than what they are at home. Um, they're not going to be rushing back the likes of James, Gray, Somerville from injuries for a cup game, are they? They've got a promotion to win. So even if those players are technically fit enough to play, they'll probably at best be on the bench, I would have thought. Um, I think they will go a rotated team. If you look at the Leeds fans on Twitter or X, as we're now calling it, um, they're not terribly excited about the prospect. I mean, they just had two seasons in a row going to Chelsea in the league and Villa, obviously. Right. I've got a fault mob open with three the, with the away the away league table. Oh yes, we are the fourth best away side in this division. Well, it's not great. I know it's, it's not. I know it's not the why league. are we always hammering our team about? <laughs> Farker can't do it away. It's been figured out. It will never get us out of this division. Well, We're useless. I'll tell you why. The problem is because Leicester, Ipswich, and Southampton are the three that are above us. That's why it's a problem, Moscow. That's why people yeah. get upset and angry. As for home form, let's have a look. Plymouth Argyle, sixth best in the league. Yeah, I know it's not the league. It's the and where are we? Uh, we are top. Top, 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 top of the league. Yeah. So, I mean, that just proves it's they could draw with us, even though our home form is excellent. Because we're pathetic. Um, it's almost like the whole home away split is a bit uh, uh, nonsensical, but it depends. I mean, it could be even windier down in Plymouth. What do we think about the draw? Uh, whatever. This just make the point. It does feel I mean, like Ch- we've played those teams recently. Yeah, Chelsea's a potential banana skin, isn't it? You don't want to lose to a smaller team like that. Et cetera, et cetera. And so yes. on and so forth. If we do have uh, Diego Llorente back, they can uh, whistle at him again or, or mm. shriek at him as they did in the use the one game that they were allowed to watch in person during COVID. Make silly noises, didn't they, the Chelsea fans? Crow up. Yeah, and I don't think they, they have. But yeah, it's a bit... It's a, oh, the, Chelsea, chance, oh, the uh, chance to engage with Rory, though, might be fun, you see. Yeah. I mean, define fun. Chelsea are uh, <laughs> beatable. I think the problem with Villa is it brings up the old um, we should have got Unai Emery in the first place kind of... Too expensive, Moscow. Uh, Too expensive. Thing. Well, get well, more money. If we put it to bed. Yeah, get more money. And then it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's one of those things, isn't it? If you think it's um, expensive to employ an expert, wait until you employ an amateur and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's cost buy a lot cheap, of money. Buy cheap, buy twice, I think is the phrase that you've been trying to crack for the last three weeks. Actually, have you watched it? Um, I was going to say the masterclass. Is that what you're going to ask about? Yes, Jesse I was going to say, have you watched it? I, I watched it all from start to finish. How he, how he tactically undid Liverpool. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, the, well, the, it needs more. I did watch it for this, but it, should we do a full show on it? It probably needs a full show. Have you watched it, in Moscow? I'm saving that particular pleasure. Yeah, it, it kind of caveats it at the start and the end by saying 
you know, there was a lot of I'm luck. A in, total dickhead. There was a lot of luck in the game. If, if that's not the caveat, then he's selling. He's but not do, do you know what? If there is, a, it wrong. We'll, we'll do this when we do the actual show itself. But in mitigation, the only mitigation is if he'd done a little bit more of this instead of flapping his gums about stress and things like that and talking about being a, a vibes guy, then you might have gone, oh, do you know what? He's actually got some ideas. They might be terrible ideas, but at least he's got some ideas. It's all retrofitted. I reckon if you spoke to the players about that game and what was told to them before the game, I don't think half of this stuff was probably it probably came across. It was what was my impression. Well, my, my big takeaway from it was thinking, now I see the plan and it kind of worked against Liverpool, even though they should have probably won that game because mm. they had loads more chances than us and Melier kept us in the game. It should have been an Ilan Melier should be doing that video. Yeah. And, and, uh, and also, it wasn't our opening goal. Just, it, the, opening goal the opening goal was just because they gifted it as well, yeah, they passed it? it to Rodrigo in the yeah, side. Yeah, but box. he claims that that was, that was as a result of their tar- targeted pressing, wasn't it? But it wasn't. Everyone does that. Everyone closes goalkeepers down. It was it was lucky that but it they said they, was, they wanted to give Joe Gomez the ball, and he was the one who made the error. But um, I was going to say the thing I I took away from it was thinking it's the unsaid things that kind of jumped out at me. Like for example, he talks about the way that they swarm over towards the ball and they want to be compact. Yeah, the big space at the other side. The big space at the other side. <laughs> exactly that. The one that the Crystal Palace. So we had the run of them, didn't we? In that game, the Crystal Palace game. Mm. First half, we were really good up to a point where I think Palace equalised against us didn't they and then in the second half they just chipped it past that swarm like just knocks it over it very really basic bitch football yeah yeah, yeah it, it worked against Liverpool didn't work for the other 37 games or whatever he was in charge it of. sounds like a 20 minute version of pretty much with examples of the webinar I watched when he took over which is very much the same thing and because he had a, a bunch of coaches on the screen and on the call with him asking him questions what's the question like so we've got um, everybody on this side pressing uh, one winger what happens if you if they just cross it to the other side this is oh well we just stop them doing that but what they the do co- yeah. <laughs> yeah so this is why I'm not exactly rushing to uh, <laughs> to watch that masterclass because I get the feeling it's um, it's just going to be a 20 minute version of something that annoyed me before he'd even got here and managed a game anywho it, but it genuinely is interesting to see the, the, the tactical breakdown but also to take away from its strengths, but its glaring weaknesses. Let's see him do a tactical breakdown of us getting beaten. Mm. That would have been more interesting. Yes. Rather than picking one of his rare fluky wins. Um, but yeah, let's... He owes to Ilan Melier and Crescencio Somerville. Let's and go also deep. Pat Bamford not controlling the ball properly in the penalty area. and then it bounced to Somerville to finish in the first place. Let's yeah, go if, we, to... if we know the fact that both goals we scored in that game were complete flukes. Yeah. <laughs> let's I would go, actually, what... I prefer, if we want a masterclass, I would like the masterclass of Crescencio Somerville how he managed to sneak away to Holland and have a birthday party and what that was like. That's a 20-minute video I would watch. And he's probably got the footage because he, I don't know if he's still in that mode, but he went through that little era of having a film crew following mm. him on holiday and stuff. I'd love to see all that and he can talk us through it and where they went and who was there and what presents he got and how much fun they had and what the private jet was like and all that kind of stuff. I and mean, how, how they did it and the bit where... um. I'd love to see the footage of Jesse saying like, now I know it's your birthday and you just scored the winning goal, but stay in Leeds. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then just cut airport. That, that's the masterclass I want to watch. He told me, he told me to look over there was the problem and I fell for it. Yeah. And then he yeah. ran. And then he, I, yeah, I looked that I was, way. I was, I, pressing, I, I was pressing one wing and I didn't realise he was free on the other side <laughs> where all, the airport we'd is. We'd all gone over there. Right. Um, back to it then. Uh, we'll do, we'll do, let's do a full special deep dive on that I think oh, it deserves yeah, it doesn't it yeah. uh, should we get Robin for that one or do you want to do it Moscow gets more angry why, about, about Jesse so yeah your, your, your angle will be more engaging I think why would we put him through it poor Rob 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Let's go back in time again. Oh yeah, we'll hear from. We've got a neutrals view of the. Have we got enough petrol in the DeLorean for the this? Norwich? Yeah, it's still going. Everything. Yep. Uh, it's uranium, isn't it? Oh, it's powered by yeah. Uh, but well, anyway, is it one point twenty one gigawatts we need in it? We need the Millwall guy back to go. Great Scott, <laughs> as he was doing the other week, which is good. Um, the Pinkin. This is after the Norwich game, obviously. Spoke to some people outside the West Stand. They were all just fairly sensible, a bit like this guy. Disappointing, disappointing game. Like I don't think we offered enough in that. We had a, we had a spell second half at the ball, but no penetration. Um, and either had a, either had a chance, but just couldn't, couldn't take it. Leaves with that team. Yeah. have to win. Um, yeah, Is it encouraging at all that Norwich had so much of it and sort of were, were close, or do you think at this level Norwich should be expecting to get at least a result from, from most? Yeah, games? I, I just think it's hard for Norwich fans at the minute to see what the game plan is. And yeah. I think like we we have got players of individual individual quality um, but just didn't offer enough penetration I, I thought to be fair Leeds were really solid and yeah. like when Farker was at Norwich we were guilty of being slack at the back but attacking really well and he's obviously got Leeds really solid they just want to love Daniel Farker don't they I think so and he just wants some he just wanted some bloody penetration that night yeah did we talk about Farker at the end that game because uh, the, Nor- sure the Norwich fans oh we might have mentioned it briefly at the end of the match but I've got a, a memory of myself saying it now well, because the Norwich fans were in the top tier of, and then the Paddock was Leeds fans in the West Stand. Um, if you remember at, at Norwich, he said, oh, no, I have too much respect for this club. You know, we beat them. I'm not going to do the way, way, way. He did, didn't he? Ellen well, he, yeah, he went over to them at the end and he kind of, he waved at the Norwich fans at the back and then went, way, 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 at the one side <laughs> of the front. And then a little wave at the at the back. of He's like, sorry about sorry. this, but I'm just going to talk to my new friends um, on which uh, related subject. Whatever was going on in the background of that clip sounded a lot funnier 
than um, than what I've, than the guy I was actually talking. I became I wasn't really listening to him saying like, oh, penetration and balls, but because <laughs> penetration and balls, there was a lot of uh, don't laughter. Put, don't put the balls in. There was a lot of laughter at the back. Uh, <laughs> a lot Do you not of reckon? Do you, try and avoid that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what's going on in the background. <laughs> a lot of laughter, and I wanted to know what they were all enjoying. Which is Alex Eleven, is it? Were. Would you have gone full strict teacher on it? Do you want to share the joke? Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, you know, if you're doing a one of these YouTube things on the spot outside the West End, and you're talking to a guy who's pretty boring, and there's all this hilarity, it's like, do you guys want to come over and be funny on the camera? Because this guy's a bit dry. Anyway, someone who really enjoyed that game, because I think we were a bit, you know, it was a bit of a bog-standard midweek win, wasn't it? Fine. Whatever. We, We've but, changed in a year. We, we were lacking enthusiasm for it. The whole boy, however. The whole boy? The whole boy, who's a, a whole fan, as you would imagine. He's uh, a neutral and he was attending this game. Is this our new youth project? You know, we've basically started a young person's like content creation. Is it almost like a scheme where, where we're improving young mm. content creators? Because obviously we've helped that. Cad- that Cardiff Cardiff City child. Did yeah. you watch his latest video? I didn't know. I watched it. He went to watch a non-league game in Wales and was really, really enthusiastic about it as good. well. He was like, oh, it's such a good game. We've seen two goals already. He was loving it. Uh, the whole boy is older, so I don't think he probably, we probably don't get any government funding for, for helping this lad out. Does he drink cans of Coke in the post office? <laughs> don't know the reference. That's what people from Hull like to say they're doing, isn't oh, it? Oh, can of Kirk in the post office. Oh, can of Kirk, Kirk in the post office. <laughs> yes, of course. Five cans. Uh, no. um, he doesn't, he doesn't have a particular Hully accent either, but he is very enthusiastic. This is his intro for his video. A battle of two giants. Yorkshire takes on Norfolk. Leeds take on the Canaries as two teams battling for promotion take each other on halfway through the championship. Today will be loud, atmospheric and certainly a game to remember. But after the 90th minute, which team will bring home all three points? Yes, today is massive as Leeds United take on Norwich City. He's keen, isn't he? He's like he's like the Sky Sports intros, isn't he? He's also he's, he's about as hot with the. Uh, it's Burnley versus Watford. Who will triumph? Hot with the music as he get out of London Road sometimes. It's like <laughs> random bursts of marching on together for no reason. <laughs> also, tell him with the peacocks. If you're doing an improvement scheme because you miss peacocks versus canaries, that's mm. the big thing. Yeah, you're going to go for Leeds versus the canaries. A, it ain't out. Peacock fucks up a canary, doesn't it? Easy. Of course. Yeah, easily. Yeah, easily. And then, no, they don't take a. Peacock down a mine, though it'd be um, useless. It'd be bulky. Yeah. What would be the nearest celebrity? There aren't really any celebrity peacocks. I'm trying to think. It would be like Rod Hull attacking Delia Smith. Jamie Peacock played for the Rhinos. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he'd, I wouldn't put Delia Smith. Um, but because <laughs> maybe um, <laughs> rugby player kicks kicks an aging chef to death. Maybe that's a challenge for old Jake because. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think Jake Humphreys and Jamie Peacock will probably... Mm. Um, you don't really have the... This, you know, Humphreys is all about the kind of positive mindset stuff, and there's a lot of that with um, rugby league players who do speak really well on it, but he doesn't seem to... Um, do you think he know he knows that rugby league exists as a sport? Who? who? Jake hum- Humphreys. Hum- Humphreys. Um, he's probably a vaguely aware of it. Played up north somewhere. Mm. Patronised. Anyway, move on. <laughs> He would stage the fight, though, in his own boxing, which he's had built in his house. You know, what's the point in having that if you can't have Jamie Peacock coming to <laughs> get the him, fucking shit out of you? Him and Jamie Jones Buchanan doubling up on him. <laughs> they, they turn up saying, no, all right, you can, you can bring Delia if you want. And you fucking, and you fucking chicken, bring, you can bring, bring a fucking dinner. dinner. <laughs> right, as next. it goes. So, yeah, he, he does address the fact that he's a Hall fan, but weirdly doesn't seem to hate Leeds. Oh. 
I don't dislike Leeds. I have nothing against Leeds. I think they're a very, very good club. And I do think they've got some brilliant fans. So it's going to be an absolute firecracker for atmosphere today. And I'm so looking forward to it. I'm sat here getting giddy about it. Ah, can't wait to get down there. Today, we're at Ellen Road, home of Leeds United. And I'm so excited to see marching on together live in person. I know Hull fans and Leeds fans are sort of rivals, but it's like never walk alone. You just want to see it in person and soak the atmosphere up. Right, so first tip if we're doing this scheme where we're do- helping these young people, know your audience, I would say. Well, he's... he's- Who's we, by the way? Because there's only him from what I can tell. No. All right. He's with his family. Oh, it's... Okay. Yeah, I think he's going to this game with his mum and dad, and you'll hear, I think at least his mum in this clip, but then that's not good enough. He wants more generations involved. So he's got he's got him on speakerphone. You'll hear it in this next clip. Again, the enthusiasm's just uh, just amazing. I love it. Now, mother, the big question: Will Willie Nonto be in the match day squad? Hopefully. Oh, right. Grandma. Hello, Michael. You're right. I'm fine, thank you. Are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Score predictions: Leeds United versus Norwich City tonight. Yeah, well, I think Leeds at home. I think might win. Oh. What score? Oh, 3-2. Ooh, I'll take that. Goal fest. Hello. Hello, Grandad. You all right? Yeah, fine. Thank you. Good. Score predictions. Leeds United versus Norwich City. I think Norwich will manage a draw. I'll go saying 1-1. Oh, that'll be all right. Did he cut Grandad off because he started saying questionable things about immigrants after that? <laughs> no, no, they all seem, they seem like a very nice family. Oh, good. They That's seem good. like a family you just want to be left to watch Talking <laughs> Pictures TV in peace. <laughs> Grandma! Yeah. Oh, God. There he is again. <laughs> she was yes. she was very world-weary, wasn't she? Mute, mute the telly, put subtitles on. Yes, son. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Willie Nyonto on the... I've not seen the team yet. Can we go now? It's hugely enthusiastic. Oh, there's, anyway. so, there's and... somebody at door. Have <laughs> to go. He loves Ellen Road as well. Oh, good. He really loves it, and he gives um, he gives the pie a six out of ten when he's he's in the West Stand for this. He's I think is it it's the bit where you get a free pie. I think right. It's sort of very very vaguely corporate. So basically, but pay, not at all. You're really. paying sixty quid and you get a pie. And from where he sat as well, you can he's at the back. You can kind of just see the far touch line. But if he's, if he's from Hull, that's the sort of luxury he's never experienced before. That is true. That is yeah. true. But this is um, this is the Bamford goal going in anyway. Him, uh, him enjoying that. Oh, man! Get them for atmosphere. What a goal that was! Honestly, honestly, that cross there. He's had a few chances as well as Patrick Bamford. Look, he's a good striker. People have their opinions. But for me, he's one of the best in the division. On his day, in form, incredible. And when that goal went in, that noise. Fair enough. Can't really complain with that, can you? He's not a Hull fan, this boy. He's a Leeds fan. He's going to have, uh, I'm just picturing his grand and granddad getting the goal alerts. And, oh, that phone's going to ring in a minute. <laughs> Thankfully, you don't get a decent signal at Ellen Road, do you? You'd be on the phone. <laughs> Grandma, the scored! <laughs> right. I know. Uh, I know. It's Bamford. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's, there's something in the oven. <laughs> I have to it's, call you back. It's my head. Right. Um, where are we going now? So, guess the half time. And um, well, obviously, 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 he's from Holy Hates Leeds. On, so, the, ba- on yeah. the back of us 
making friends and being lovely people, mm. helping out opposition fans. He's, he's surely not going around telling everybody he's a whole fan, is he? I don't know, but I come he's, in got, peace. he's got more nice things to say about Leeds. A lot of people say things about Leeds fans, but honestly, everyone I've seen or I look at, smile back at you. Honestly, some of the nicest people I've met here, helping my dad get to places, genuinely, it's really, really nice. <laughs> there you go, he's so happy. And presumably he's in the West Stand as well. Yes. Oh, wow. He's having a lovely day. He's having the time of his bloody life. <laughs> You'll never... Gran? <laughs> You'll never believe it. People in Leeds, smile. They've got these white things in like their head It's not like all. <laughs> yeah, same colour as the phone boxes. It's like... <laughs> anyway, this enthusiasm continues. And I think actually this is... Generally speaking, I was... I'm a good like 80% behind him on enthusiasm. But this is <laughs> Rutter's nutmeg. And I think he does make the right noise for this. Jorginho Rutter may just be the best championship footballer I've ever seen. Honestly. How is he? That was a similar noise to the one I made. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he's over, he's, it's all over and done with. Yep. This is his, his outro and... Sadly, as everyone in Leeds may have been nice and smiling at him, but he, he was having trouble with the pie. There was some footage of him eating it, and he was kind of going, oh, that's a bit spicy. I don't it's know got, what, I got pepper in it. We don't have pepper <laughs> in it all. It looked like a meat pie as well, yeah. so I don't know why it was spicy. I don't know if they've seen him coming. <laughs> and they've been like, smile at him. Smile at him while you put some stuff in his fucking pie. <laughs> Here we go. Well, 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 I'm going to keep this outro brief because that pie has absolutely done me in. I just wanted to say a massive thank you to the lay buyers on the way back from Leeds for accompanying me whilst I spewed up everywhere. Massively appreciated. The game itself, I'll be honest, was actually quality, honestly. Although it was only a one-goal game, it was fantastic to watch end-to-end. And honestly, up until the very final whistle, anything could have happened. I thought Norwich could have got back into the game. There was points I thought Leeds would win 4-0. I thought Norwich could have won. It was just... It was a brilliant game, an absolutely incredible atmosphere. Honestly, Leeds and Norwich fans, fantastic. I think one of, if not the best atmospheric game I've ever seen. Genuinely fantastic. Wow, sheltered life. Meat, I've had a meat pie, Grandma. I've, I've had a meat pie, Grandma. I've never had out as fancy in my life. It didn't sit well with my stomach. We all came back in here and went, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was... It was pretty mad. But they've got to remember... He's just given six out of ten to a meat pie that he's puked all down the M62. <laughs> so he's, he's pretty. He's rating things. The rating on a curve. He's pretty mm. pos- positive about most things. Well, yeah. I was in hospital for a month, but I still <laughs> still give it three out of ten. <laughs> so I've got a clip of um, of Robert Smith. Yes, to finish on here because it just reminded me of his enthusiasm and appreciation of that game. Reminded me a little bit of the cure being um, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the, the contrast between the... It's a very American style of presenting and a, and a very English man. Hey, how are you? I'm Carrie. It's so nice to meet you. Hi. Congratulations, the Cure Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees 2019. Are you as excited as I am? Um, by the sounds of it, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, we were very much Robert Smith in that yeah, in this in this game. That, that line is delivered with the same sort of smile I imagined that he was getting in the the West End as well. <laughs> Jumping around all giddily in his uh, his tiger onesie, and it's like, oh, mm. <laughs> yeah, mm. <laughs> that pie, yeah. 
No, it's one of the special ones that we 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 keep in a box. They've, uh, we were wait, we've had we've been waiting for you for a couple of months. Yeah, you know, you know that um, there were fans. I think last year who were still getting served drinks in Euro '96 cups. I wonder if he's got the Euro '96 pies. I would have loved the Euro '96 cup. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have kept that. It's probably still somewhere around. Mm, Go and ask at the East End. Right. Um, can we go to from one enthusiastic child to another, Alex Griffin? Because you've put this one on the sheet. I'm fascinated to see what this sounds like. Oh, well, it's, it's, this is the Ipswich fan. He was at the game with his his mum and dad. He was quite good. I not included it, but pre-game he was going around the pub asking people for score prediction. They're all like going six nil, four nil. I yeah. think we're going to be win five five nil. Piss off, son. Um, and then uh, then they lost, obviously. So this is outside the ground. He's speaking to a child who sounds initially upset. And then by the end of it, he sounds like just a League One manager going through the motions. <laughs> we could have been about 4-0 off in the first half, but we weren't. And like Duncan said, an amazing finish to make it 1-0. And, you know, second half, uh, we started much better, got a goal back. We thought it would just be better. And then, sorry, Benzo gives the ball away, run through, you know, score. And it's just such a gut-wrenching feeling to, you know, lose to a team like Maidstone. But like you said, all credit to them. The fans are amazing, but it's a real, real tough pill to take. But we go again at Preston, but, you know, we focus on the league. <laughs> he has his channel in interviews, isn't he? Is, he? Yeah. He's obviously heard enough interviews that he goes, just need to get in, that their fans were good. Full respect to them. Uh, fall, back, fall back on my media training it's at very this dis- point. Very disappointing. But at the end of the day, we've got a big league game coming up, so we just need to focus on that. And Forrest Green are interested in replacing Troy Deeney. <laughs> Putting that child. A bit more diplomacy. Um, should we hear from Maidstone fans after their victory? Yeah, bless them. So they, the big win. Maybe yep. switch a big-ish team out, I suppose. Good win, but... I quite like their pre-match, actually. They were trying to explain that they were a bit disappointed that they didn't get a Premier League mm. team straight away. But then, I think um, there was also the fact that it switches isn't that far. That's good. <laughs> And then also beatable. And they mm-hmm. came around the idea of like, oh, well, actually, we could beat them. So that would be even better than just having a, a big away day and losing or bringing like Manchester City down and getting battered by them. And um came to pass. Yeah, and someone um, had a really fun day falling off the upper tier. Did you see that as well? Someone like rolled down the... Um, yeah. Do we know if they're okay? It's the people who landed on that probably had a well, bigger problem. Yeah. yeah. It, was, uh, it was interesting. An yeah. interesting way to celebrate a goal. Um, but yeah, this is the main... Actually, just on that, because the, have you seen the footage from the side? Have you seen the footage from his friends? Oh, no. So they, he, they see him. It, it's the way it cuts off that's really good. He's, they're all kind of celebrating together. And then he he goes on that, um, the slopey bit that goes between the two tiers at Ipswich. And they're like, ah, ha, ha, look where he is. And then he slides down and rolls off the end. And then they're like, oh, shit. And then they're kind of laughing. And then the last cut you see is a police officer. <laughs> Just comes from stage right. Is that right? Yes, this, this is actually a problem, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, I hope you're all right. So this is the, the Maidstone fans. Yeah, so it's the classic footage you always get of like low league team. They're awaiting the draw. They've gathered together in the clubhouse. They're all watching it on telly. The, the sort of yeah. ideal clip for, for for this is like, you know, Liverpool away, for, for example. Everyone can go mad. Yeah! And they've been waiting as well because the draw was originally supposed to be straight after West Brom. Wolves, mm. but because of the uh, of awful scenes, they were so naughty. Um, it was delayed until half time in the Liverpool game because they needed that full quarter an hour of um, kissing Klopp's ass. So they were like, oh, I'll have to move the FA Cup draw. So they've been waiting all afternoon for this. And this is what they got. Number 
prospect of going to Coventry or Sheffield. You start off with a crowd turns nasty during a cup draw, is it? But <laughs> <laughs> it kicks someone's head in. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> God, why? Right. Why did we even win? We'll just have point? to win again. I mean, they can beat Sheffield Wednesday, surely. Coventry, well, maybe. Yeah. But, a, so you're relying on Sheffield Wednesday to beat Coventry, but go on, Maidstone. <laughs> They've got a chance, haven't they? They've got a chance. BBC Radio Wales. Stick with a bit of FA Cup magic, shall we? Yes. What it's all about. This is from uh, yeah from BBC Radio Wales um, and commentators not necessarily here in the crowd. It's the Newport's scum game. Yeah. Just for full clarity. Bad position. Anthony's the greatest is the latest champ from the... Oh, oh no, it's not greatest, sorry. Uh, apologies. If you understand that. It's the fact that it's so clear. Oh, oh no, they're not seeing that. No, they're not. Um, and apologies if you've heard some uh, controversial language there and so on and so forth. Bloody hell. Mm. He's not the greatest either. No. He's actually, even if we leave aside his um, personal life, he's a dreadful footballer and a horrible looking man too. So He's got a classic scum face though. He really does have a bad scum face. But yeah, thankfully, um, scum fans also hate him because they've spent £90 million on him and he's shit. So that's good. Shall we go to see what's going on in Huddersfield? Let's, because we know how much they enjoyed having Darren Moa around. Yeah, we'll we'll go for a a classic throwback, remembering via Chris HTAFC Green as um, he enjoyed his day out at Ellen Road. It's now 3-0 to Leeds United. We're fucking wank. Darren Moa, fuck off out of that club. You fucking rubbish manager. Should have kept Neil Warnock. We're fucking rubbish! 3-0 to Leeds United. They deserve it, though. We're fucking wank! Darren Moore's shite army! <laughs> Gives it plenty of gusto. Yeah, but he wasn't... He's not on his own channel, but he was on with Pricey, was Chris. Right. And Pricey's mum actually makes an appearance with what is a very, very Huddersfieldy request oh. at midway through this, which just picked up on his live stream. We're at the bottom of the National League. Bill Chris. Yes. Yes. Oh, the National League. Just bear with me just for a second. Sorry. Oh. Yes, I'm just going to update at the moment and I'll take him out. Yes, mum, I'm, I'm busy at the moment. Yes, I know, I've got my watch on. <laughs> Let's take the dog out. Take the dog out. Take the dog out, what are you going to do? <laughs> take him down the... Uh... Take him down the... Down the... Down the bingo. Down, yeah, down the uh, down the old Chinese for a night or something. Yeah. Little date. Bit of bingo. Be nice. Yeah. yeah. Have a nice uh, nice evening out together. Maybe a few drinks before. Yeah. Go out and have a meal. Get a room in the travel lodge. Yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> you know, whatever it is you want to do. She's all dressed up for you. You can't leave her waiting. <laughs> right, anyway. Just to, uh, to bring the last two themes together, Neil Warnock has been interviewed by The Athletic uh, <sighs> today. Just in case anybody wants to... So uh, first Humphreys and now Warnock. Or do we need Do we need to have a word with Phil here? If anyone wants to consider their uh, subscriptions. Um, <laughs> talking about uh, oh, the job offers. Um, oh, I've had everything from Championship through to League Two. There were some tempting offers among them. But I also fancied having that, that time with the family for Christmas. And also my 75th. And then if, uh, if something cropped up in February, maybe we'll have a look at that. And he's being, he's being prodded into talking about Sharon. And, oh, yeah, she'd gladly have you sent back to work. Um, and then he goes with, uh, and this is where all ties together. I did think Manchester United might have come in by now, but uh, not a peep. 
I don't think Huddersfield want him from listening to it. I listened to quite a bit of Huddersfield manager chat uh, and they, the owner seems to have said they want someone for this year and next year, which obviously isn't Warnock. So maybe Warnock gets it in another month's time once they've appointed Nathan Jones and decided he's not very good. I don't actually know who has written this. Um, just, just going through, but he's talking about how he had Christmas in Cornwall. So it was a novelty for us all. We also had a few drops of snow, which is uh, unusual for Cornwall. It only lasted five minutes, but that was nice on Christmas Day. There's enough Warnock interview data that ChatGPT would be able to easily produce a Neil Warnock interview. But the response to that, the next line is, that idyllic scene feels a million miles away from a career in management. Five minutes of snow on Christmas. <laughs> that idyllic, that's not idyllic. It's rubbish. It's not, it's not five minutes of pissing yeah, it's, snow. Yeah, it's not sticky. On a mild Christmas. Oh dear. Anyway. But anyway, they get back onto the manager chat anyway, and we're back to we're back to Chris. He's had the time. Three wins out of twenty-two uh, twenty-three games now in all competitions. Three wins out of twenty-three call competitions, and yet he's still got a, a an employment. He, this is pathetic, this club. What a shite town have a shite board. Who do, uh, does this board have fucking dementia? Sorry, this board's just completely, utterly shit. I, I think they're just there for the money. Is it terrible. about time that we maybe organise something to ransack the stadium? And <laughs> This is all said in jokes, in joke fashion. Is it about time that we... The, uh, Vandalise our own stadium. <laughs> that got a bit sinister, didn't it? It's definitely the laugh of an arsonist. Yeah, you reckon? <laughs> I'm joking, of course. <laughs> Another update from Cornwall. Oh, oh go Christ. on. That uh, was obviously before they'd sacked Darren Mower yeah. as well. Neil and uh, Sharon have uh, discovered a love of cycling um, and plan to be back out on the county's lane soon once the weather improves. We've just bought this little sidecar thing for the dog, Monty, so we can drag him along behind us. <laughs> he did. He put some cycling videos on YouTube, didn't he, Warnock? Yeah, and does that really... Um... That's just made me think of the uh, National Lampoons where they strapped the dog to the rear bumper. That's really... the summer vacation. It was a moderately creepy one of him, uh, somebody trying to overtake him in a in a car on the lanes of wherever he was at the time. He must have been up at Middlesbrough. Also, we've got an update on uh, Amy... Um, comes with him to Plymouth where he's made sure that uh, um, I, I made sure Ian Foster don't mind me going along here uh, now Shuey's gone to uh, Stoke but it's a lovely club who are punching above their weight wages wise Amy comes with me she's a chip off the old block she'd like to stand up and have a real go at some of them referees <laughs> jeez imagine imagine if you're the referee at a Plymouth game and you hear that familiar voice hey ref hey ref and then you hear it doubled and you see there's two of them. <laughs> we did in when years back when we did the Warnock. Have you met me, daughter? We did the four, his daughter. It went to four parts, <laughs> didn't it? The Neil Warnock thing. And we we did spot a likeness. I think you I think you <laughs> described it. The genes are strong with that nose or something. Yeah, that's what a, you said. It is a <laughs> it's a characteristic that comes uh through. But uh, just to clinch this. Um, completely hairless though. Uh might he might we see a return to the dugout soon. Well, we'll know in the next two or three weeks, won't we? What I will say is, if I come back into management, it'll be because I feel I can make people smile. Well, there you go. Should we end with a bit of... Oh, um... God, actually, I've just got to get <laughs> So he, the last line of the actual thing, is, is, which is written by whichever athletic scribe has come up with this, uh, those bike rides with Monty tagging along 
might just have to wait after all. Anyway, I don't know if I like football anymore. <laughs> it's not football. It's just outside football. This can be, this will remind you why you like football. It's the swearing mega mix of Chris as Darren Mowers. Sorry for delaying this with shite. Ah me, lost at Ellen Road. Fucking wang! Fuck off out of that club! You fucking rubbish manager! Fucking rubbish! Wang! Shite! Ah me! <laughs> I love the little little crack in his voice. It's just it hints at a. A deep line despair. Yep. As uh, as Neil said, <laughs> that's what football should be about. Make the fans smile and give them something to cheer. Right then, we will uh, we'll wrap it up there then. Shite army. We'll see you soon. The Square Ball Podcast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 